Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hey, hi, Steve. Um, we are going to do this week on a marriage-saving breakthrough, quitting the blame. Um, and, you know, I think this is one of those really common things where, you know, every couple has arguments, um, and a lot of times there's just a lot of finger-pointing going on, so we'll dig into the roots of that today. Um, why is it that sometimes our first reaction when something goes wrong is to blame somebody else? Or as you put it so well, Steve, finger point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when you're in a marriage, you want to feel like you're doing the right thing by the marriage, by your partner, and so forth. And so when your spouse turns around and says, well, it's all your fault, your first instinct is to go, no, it's not. And the second is to quickly find another target. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's a hit to our self-esteem when we feel that, you know, we, we, we're attacked and we're told we did wrong. So we very quickly want to go shift that burden off to somewhere else. You know, anything, not, not me, I couldn't have been that doofusy or whatever. And so I'm going to blame this thing over here, whether it's work or, you know, my, my spouse or whatever, just to get that, that feeling of low life off myself. It's, it's kind of a very knee-jerk, um, normal reaction. It's mm-hmm. unfortunately not very good for the relationship. Sure. You know, and a lot of times, too, that uh, many times people will blame themselves or beat yes. up on themselves when things don't go well. Um, I mean, that can't be a good way to go either. What are the negatives associated with blaming yourself when things go wrong and you have, um, yeah, just things go wrong, I guess? You know, it, it can seem almost noble to blame yourself, you know, to say, oh, yeah, well, it's all my fault, and, and uh, oh, I must be a terrible person, because, you know, you're then, you think you're taking all the responsibility, but when you're taking the blame, it's very different. What you're really doing is tanking your own self-esteem, and frankly, you're depressing yourself. You're, you're putting yourself in a, a, a one-down, depressed position, and from there, People can't muster up the energy to problem-solve, which is what really needs to happen. So whether you're blaming the other person or you're blaming, you know, life, or you're blaming yourself, blame, generally speaking, keeps everybody stuck in a very negative place, whether it's, you know, putting yourself in a negative place or the other. It just keeps everybody stuck, and we can't go on to what really is important, which is the Mm problem-solving. Because if people are blaming people, it's because there's a problem. Okay, so, well, if, if uh, my wife and I have an argument and I can't blame her and I can't blame myself, then what should we do to move forward? It, it can seem like a conundrum, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, what you want to do is you want to take a major step back, Steve, and look at the overall situation and say, okay, what's really going on here? So if, you know, the argument was over, well, you know, you're arguing about money because uh, she says, you know, you won't let her spend a dime and you're saying she can't budget herself to save her soul, mm-hmm. is that really the argument is about what? There isn't enough money to meet all the needs. Mm-hmm. So then you're taking the blame aspect out, and you're kind of neutralizing it and looking at it as a situation, a circumstance, a problem that as a couple we can resolve. 
not as something to beat each other up with or oneself with. So you, you shift the blame to what the contributing, what the argument is actually about, what that Exactly. That so you really, you quit the blame. You, you drop the blame and you take a step back and believe me, it takes a fair amount of courage to do this, but it, it works. Say, okay, okay, let's, let's just ease up here. And the problem really is we don't have enough money to cover, you know, everything we want to cover, or we're not, we're not getting our, our, you know, the romance back in our relationship, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's to start looking at it as a problem. And then you can start talking about accountability and responsibility. And you can start putting plans into action. So Exactly. So can you describe how accountability and responsibility can be used to help resolve problems like this? Sure. First of all, it's understanding what that means. Okay. Accountability, Steve, is your willingness to look at the problem and see what, what's my share? What did I contribute? And that sounds like you're going back to blame, mm-hmm. but you're not. It's like... You have an argument about money. Well, you don't have to have arguments when it comes to money problems. That, that's not necessarily the best form of communication. Yeah. Maybe what your accountability is, is maybe you're the one that jumps in and, and starts an argument about it, as opposed to saying, okay, I hear you. We, you know, we couldn't cover this, or there wasn't enough for that. Okay, let's sit down and let's look at what, what we spent on this month, or what happened to our savings, or whatever. In other words recognizing that maybe in this instance, your accountability is, I tend to jump too quickly into the argument part instead of communication. And responsibility, if we just stay with this example, is then figuring out, okay, what do I need to do to fix, if you will, to resolve my contribution to this? Well, maybe I need to, you know, scour the Internet for some good couple's communication skills. As a matter of fact, Hitch.mag is a great, HitchMag.com is a great place to start because <laughs> you do have wonderful articles. And there are others, you know, and there are books and there are seminars and whatever. Or if it's that, you know, you spend, you just don't always think when you're writing out a check for the impact that's going to have on the family, the household account, is to devise a better system for yourself, of, you know, checks and balances kind of thing. So accountability is the part where you're, you're willing to take on your share. Because I guarantee you, Steve, you know this, I know this from our relationships. It always takes two yep. to create a problem. I'm so, you know what? I'm so glad you said that. Because as you were giving all those examples, I was thinking to myself, you know, so often people, when, when any kind of a problem arises, it, it's always... I don't want to say always, but, you know, people never look at it as what is my contribution to this issue. And they forget that, you know, you can't have an argument without the other person involved. And it takes two to go back and forth in that argument. And so there is that accountability factor that I think a lot of people just kind of skip over when trying to resolve these issues. And and I think they skip over it for a very normal and natural reason, which is they don't want to get blamed for the part that isn't there share their contribution. Mm -hmm. And so I think it takes a kind of a big person and and a willingness, a certain courage, which good relationships require to say, I'm willing to be accountable for my share and be honest in assessing what is that. And it gets back to that key phrase, too, of quitting the blame. Yes. 
So you're not blaming the other. You're not blaming yourself. You're taking an honest assessment. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, a doctor takes an honest assessment of, you know, your temperature is too high or too low or whatever. I mean, they don't blame you for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they don't blame themselves for, for taking the reading. It's yeah. just, let me get a reading here on, if I look, what's my share? And, you know, if, you, if you're in a, a, a decent relationship, and we all know what that means, you're not involved with an abusive individual, you know, or somebody who is always paranoid or something, but in a regular, normal relationship with a regular, normal person, they're going to be willing, once you start taking accountability, to also take accountability. Mm-hmm. Now, can this um, and these tools and techniques uh, be used in other areas besides just your marriage? Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I think if you apply this idea of accountability and responsibility instead of blame to the workplace, uh-huh. you'll find you do way better because it's easy to, you know, the boss says, well, you didn't do this right, you know, this is terrible, this is blah, blah, and you want to say, well, how could I? Because doofus over here at the next desk didn't give me half of what I needed. Yeah. Now, that's not going to get you the promotion, and it's not getting you off the hot seat. You're much better off taking a step back and saying, okay, I understand the project isn't completed the, the way you wanted. Um, now, I need to, to have some help here with how do I get the proper materials from the various other departments? Because I'm noticing that either I don't know how to, ha- how to ask for them properly or something, but it isn't, you know, it isn't working. Mm-hmm. So now you've taken it to that higher, more neutral ground of, we have a problem, let's us fix it, as opposed to, it's all my fault, or it's not all my fault, it's your fault, those things. Yeah, and, you know, placing blame, sometimes it feels good in the beginning, but that's a a really quickly fading emotion, so. It is, and and it does feel good in the moment, because you just got rid of an icky. Yeah. (laughs) You know, who wants to feel slimed, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's why I say, and I've more than once, it takes courage. Mm-hmm. It takes courage to take that step back and go, okay, A, I refuse to feel icky, but B, I refuse to, you know, slime somebody else. Yeah. I'm going to be a bigger person than that and, and try to look at this. And you know what's really cool, Steve, is that when you're willing to take accountability and responsibility, what you find is that problems get much smaller and much easier to resolve. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing, too, is like these things, I mean, they're, they're easy to implement if you're aware of them. Yes. They're, they're really, I mean, but they're also hard to do sometimes. And so, I, you know, I, I just really like this um, format and this information going out to people because I really think that, as, you know, if it's in their consciousness that they're thinking about these things, then it'll be that much easier to implement for them. Exactly. And I think that's the value of our talking about it, yeah. is to remind ourselves, because sure. we're in the same boat as everybody else, and to remind our friends and our listeners that, yeah, these tools do exist, and they're actually pretty simple when you remember them. Yeah. You know, I repeat it a lot, but I, I, I really do take to heart everything that we put out from Hitched, and I try to implement basically everything that we talk about, because... He, you know, it, it's one thing to just, like, preach this stuff, but I definitely want to practice it. And Absolutely. I do practice it. So, And I can tell you guys that it works amazingly. Like, everything just seems so easy when, when, when you're doing the right thing. So I yeah. encourage everybody to do the same. 
Well, Noel, this is um, a really um, informative and helpful topic, but that's going to do it for us this time. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much, Steve. Um, I want to let everybody know you can get more information from Dr. Noel Nelson, who is a psychologist, consultant, speaker, and author, and she's got her new book out, Your Man is Wonderful, How to Appreciate Your Partner, Romance Your Differences, and Love the One You've Got. At uh, Her website is yourmaniswonderful.com, and you told me before we started here, Noel, that your contest, Toad to Prince, has been extended. Is that correct? Yes, because we got such enthusiastic response, and people were saying, oh, but I haven't had time to do a full week of you know, the, 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 the little blurbs that we give to, to do in the contest. So we've extended Toad to Prince to um, August 31st, and it's just what it sounds like. It's helping your guy revive the wonderfulness in him in just a week. So Toad to Prince, like it sounds, T-O-A-D-T-O-Prince.com. Okay, so everybody be sure to check that out and uh, enter the contest. It's a, a, a vacation, right? thousand dollar travel voucher it's a nice one Who uh, contest prize and so everybody uh thank you very much for your time and of course be sure to check out pitchedmag.com and if you haven't visited the network in a while married life is the social network where you can connect with their other married couples uh noelle's actually on there we have some other experts on there and it's uh it's really been rocking and rolling lately so i advise you guys to check that out as well uh, thanks once again noelle Thank you, Steve. Okay, bye, everybody. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.